No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today I'm in here with China Mac, who I just met like five minutes ago. How you doing, man? Yo, what's up, bro? Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, like, you're, you're the kind of dude who has really, let's be real, made a fucking name for himself by going on DJ Vlad and just speaking your truth. Right. When I think of you, I think of like, man, that is the dude who has just like came out the woodwork and I didn't know who you were until maybe a year or two ago. And then you just been hitting the world over the head with just fucking a lot of like crazy street talk on Vlad. And that's just like motivated the people and like made you, you've really like created an identity off, off largely that obviously you're doing your thing with your music and social media and everything. But I feel like that's definitely the entry point where I got acquainted with what you were doing. Right. And I think that's, um, that's the same for a lot of people, you know? Mm. Um, definitely shout out to Vlad for giving me that platform. It's dope. The street, the street talk though on YouTube and shit. People just go crazy. They just love to hear about what's really like going on in, in parts of the world that they don't have access to that they don't understand. Such as jail being like the best example of that. Yeah, I think um, it's because you know everybody fascinated with that type of shit, and you know no nobody wants to do actually do it. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to go in there, but you know. Um, they're fascinated with it. So when somebody comes out, even if it's like shows or movies, you know, it usually moves with, with like if it has something to do with prison or some shit like that because it's some shit that you can't just go visit mm -hmm. and go take a look at it yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Like if if it's like, like let's say everybody says, oh, Compton, Compton is this and that, you mm -hmm. can actually go over there and just right. drive through it, take a look at it. You might not want to, but it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, but you can't do that with prison. You can't walk in there and take a look and see. So when you're able to, you know, them shows or interviews, when you get this, get that inside look, you know, I think a lot of people gravitate towards that shit. And it's kind of interesting from your perspective, though, because it's like that's probably the worst thing that you've had to go through in your life. But then meanwhile, you know that the fact that you're equipped with being able to talk about that on your own, that that is just like a, a big thing that is going to be able to, you know, that your storytelling about that time during your life is the kind of thing that there's a lot of demand for that people really want to know what really goes on in there. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy because it's a part of it's like you said, it's a part that, you know, I'm I don't I don't even really want to think about that shit no more, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But because it's it's such a big part of my story, you know. A lot of people be like, yo, you talk you always talking about that shit, whatever, whatever. But it's a big part of my story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like you not talking about, you know, when you were riding doing, bikes. Yeah, when you were riding bikes, you know what I'm saying? Or when you whatever, right? Like a big piece of of your your before you're doing what you're doing now. So it's like, you know, it's a big piece of my story. And um but yeah, but now I'm building a, a whole nother part of my story, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Let me let me ask you this though, it's like when you're going through you've been out for what, two years now? Right. Just hit the two year anniversary. Right. And that's the longest you've been free in your adult life, I believe you're saying. Right. That's a fact. Wow, crazy. Um when you're going throughout your day-to-day -day life how often does it cross your mind that that was something that you dealt with for like 10 years like how often does it come into your thought process do you ever go like a full day without thinking about that period of your life i think about it but i think about it in ways like you know what i'm saying i'd be like yo damn like i'm really free like you know what i mean i still get that even like you know just being here yesterday when we was in vegas and i'm just like damn like 
I'm in Vegas, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've never been to Vegas before, so just looking at that shit, I'm like, damn, I only seen this shit in movies, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, like, thankful that, you know, I'm out here and shit, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and yeah, so I still think about that. I still, you know, and, and I, that shit helps me keep shit in perspective, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of kids, you know, a lot of kids that might not have been through that shit, they just, they, just, they don't really... They don't really appreciate certain things, you know what I'm saying? But because I was in that situation and, um, you know, I, I know how to appreciate shit. So just me waking up and not seeing no bars and, you know what I mean, not hearing the fucking guards, you know, yelling some shit, you know, on the count, you know what I mean, on the child shit, you know what I mean? That I, I be, uh, that shit, that shit really like, you know, in the morning, I'd be thankful for that shit. You right. know what I mean? I think part of why people are so fascinated by you and by a lot of the, the street stories that you got and shit is because, well, okay, let's, to put it in perspective, like I did, one of the most viral videos I ever did was when I went to Long Beach and I did like inside the Asian gangs of Long Beach or whatever, yeah. where I went and hung out with Stupid Young and did that video. And it's like, it's kind of weird because some of Stupid Young's homies at a certain point, they were like telling me, they're like, yo, like we Asian, but we not like, nerds we're not like regular agents i'm like bro you got like a gun on you and you got tattoos on your face i understand that you're not a fucking regular ass nerdy asian dude who went to harvard like you don't have to remind me of that but it's like a thing where it feels like you know people are kind of fascinated for some reason by the idea of asian people getting into the street life because like in their fucking jumbled mind they think that that's not the kind of thing that those people are supposed to be going and doing right yeah but that's just like that's stupid, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's just like stereotypical shit, you know what I mean? But Asians been in the street, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, gangs been out here, Asian gangs been out here for a long time, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but I, I think, you know, I think um, it's easier to, to just put all Asians or anybody, all, it's easier to just put everybody in one box mm. instead of like trying to, you know, unravel shit and take a look at okay you know you got this these different dynamics of of you know shit that's going on but um yeah like like you know it, it gets real but that's what every race every like you know people you know you got of course you got a lot of asians that are well well off you got a lot of asians that you know go to school and you know what i mean i think that like there's a good majority of that but then you also have a lot of asians that come from the hood, you know what mm. I'm saying? That come from um, poverty, that comes from fucking gangs and and shit like that, you know. So I think um, I'm definitely a representation of that. And I and and like you said, like people people are just like surprised when because they usually see Asians like we don't really Asians usually don't really they're non-confrontational, you right. know what I'm saying? So, like, they kind of just, like, they don't really like to put themselves out there and get too much, you know, but, um, so when they see somebody that's just, like, that, that's Really just, living on the edge. Yeah, right. Just yeah. out here doing their thing. Yeah, so, like, when they see that, it's, like, it shocks them, right. you know what I mean? What were your, your early days like? What was your upbringing like? I feel like a lot of people, like, have heard your gnarly-ass stories, but that's the, the thing that maybe they're not as clear about is exactly what it was like for you coming up when you were real young and shit. When I was really young, um, my, my father was in a gang. Mm -hmm. My whole family, my family, all, like, the my uncles and shit, they was in a gang, but we're not talking about, like, a street gang. You know what I'm saying? They, they were, like... You know, in um, organized organized crime, closer to the yeah. mafia, would yeah, you say? Like yeah, that, definitely like that. But um, what was their business? 
Heroin. Heroin was the primary yeah, thing. Heroin. And you, at what point did you figure that out? Or did you just always think that, like, oh, dad is, you know, hanging out with his boys, doing something sort of shady, but you didn't really know the details? I kind of always knew it was something, like, I, I didn't always know, but my dad had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of power. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, you could feel it? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Because, like, whenever I walk somewhere, they'd be like, oh, that's, you know, that's his son. That's such and such son. And, um, and I, everywhere I went, you know, I always had like, you know, like bodyguard, like you know, gang, like you know, his, his underlings. Like he would have know, people go around with you me, even like when you were doing normal shit. At that time, Chinatown was real territorial, so it was like one block is right here, but the next block, the connecting block, is like, you know, a different gang. So right. like, um, I, I used to always have people following me around, taking me to places and. And that was a big thing. And then I used to always be in, like, the gambling houses because that was big. And, you know, just being around that atmosphere, I kind of sensed that it was a little different. You know right. what I mean? But did you, did you sense that, like, the bodyguards were there because you were in danger? And did that freak you out as a kid to think that, like, oh, people might want to hurt me just because of who my family is? They always told is? me I couldn't walk. Because, all right, so, like, the block that my, my, my pops and them was on... It was like the next block, like right the connecting block, there was like a arcade, mm. right? It was called Chinatown Fair. But that block was ran by the rival gang. Mm -hmm. And I could never go there. Right. And I always be like, Yeah, I wanna go. Like I wanna go play video games, like the fuck. And they they wouldn't allow me to go because it was like the rival gangs and you know what I'm saying? So I always knew there was some type of there was there was um limits and there was like you know, there was limits of what I could do, and I always thought that was kind of weird. Mm. You know what I mean? But then I started realizing what was going on and shit. And I seen like I seen I seen um I seen violence happen very early. Really? Like you know what I'm saying? I seen body drop like when I was like relatively really young. Really? You know what I mean? It was right there, like you know. So it's kind of crazy because like from my perspective, Chinatown downtown because I lived in Brooklyn and Queens from like 2004 to 2010, so. We would always be around that area because there's like a lot of BMX spots and stuff, a lot right. of skate parks and stuff that are kind of in that area. And you would always be over there just to get food or whatever. And you could always tell that there's like interesting shit going on there. But as a person who's basically just like a tourist to that environment, you realize that you have no real way of understanding what's going on there in terms of street shit or what the gangs are. You know, like I could live in a neighborhood and understand that like, oh, there's like Crips on that block. But in terms of like the Asian gangs and shit, that shit is so like invisible to the eye of like a fucking regular white person like me you know yeah i mean um i mean it was different like 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 chinatown from 2004 compared to like chinatown in like 85 oh yeah because you were way different. before that you know yeah. what i'm saying like you know um it, it was a lot different so what happened was you know you had a lot of gangs in chinatown but then it wasn't like it wasn't the population <coughs> wasn't like say Bloods and Crips and all this other other gangs that had more members in in Chinatown. It was just like it wasn't a lot of members. So when the Feds came for a long time, the Feds couldn't they they couldn't they couldn't crack down mm. on the Chinese because the Chinese was insular. The Chinese didn't really they didn't talk to the police. Even right. if they were getting extorted, getting robbed, they would never talk to the police because it was just a part of the culture that you don't you don't. It doesn't matter. You don't talk to the outsiders, right? right? And the police was looked at like outsiders. But then after a while, the the police started 
infiltrating, right? Mm. And, you know it's only a matter like, of time. You you had like um, Chinese officers going in and boom boom. So um, at, after a while, that that model, you know, what I'm saying that way of thinking and shit, that shit went out the went out the way. Because they just get better and better rats. They get people right. who are closer to right. the shit. So for a long time, they couldn't infiltrate. You know what I'm saying? And then then when they infiltrated, it was just like right after the they they came and wiped out. The, the mob the mafia mm. they went right next door right 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 next like you know across the street right and, and did and um shut down all the Chinese gangs and shit and then you know the Chinese gangs just didn't they didn't recover after that you know mm. what I'm saying like once they started taking everybody like the Chinese was just like all right this is not it's not gonna work anymore so it just dissolved in terms of like heroin being sold in the community though were they like primarily selling to other chinese people or were they just like keeping like the nearby hoods fed with drugs and shit like that like what was the attitude on selling drugs to your own people yeah they didn't they didn't sell it to the nearby they, i mean they didn't sell it to the to the people right it was always like you know like because lower east side was right there so i don't know like back in the days lower east side it was madness it was when like, you were coming up like i went to philly right recently and when I went to Philly, I said, what the fuck? Like, yo, it was zombie land, you know what I'm saying? But now, but you see people shooting up in the middle of the street, like nothing, broad mm. day, like it was just nothing. Um, that's how it was in Lower East Side back mm. in the day. Like it was just, everybody was on heroin. And um, because, you know, the Lower lower East Side is like, is Chinatown isn't Lower East Side, but like, you know, the projects and all the like, you know, outside where all the Spanish people and all the other, 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 um, people were at it was the pack people were just like the chinese were just giving them the drugs right and that's why it was just so fucking it was so fucked up out there you know what i'm saying but the chinese i never really seen a chinese junkie you know what i'm saying like mm. the chinese people wasn't really doing it it was the it was everybody else that that was that had that issue because when i think of like the chinese like mind state is very much about the collective and it's kind of hard for me to imagine like the people who are like established elders in that community being willing to see like people in their community dying off heroin and shit. It feels like that would, is the kind of thing that would be really looked down upon in the community. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I think that, that I mean, from, for the most part, like I said, I said it somewhere else. It was like basically like the Chinese, like they understood that. And just like the, the mafia understood, like, you know what I mean? No drugs. For a long time, the mafia mm. didn't get into the drugs because they felt like, you know, as soon as you do the drugs, that's when the heat comes. You can do, you know, gambling houses. You can do, like, all this other shit, and the feds won't really come fuck with it. Right. But once you're doing drugs and once you're doing heroin, that brings a whole different type of heat. Yeah. And that's why the mafia was always like, yo, nah, you know, you can't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Nobody can sell drugs. But people were doing it. On a low, like, so ultimately, out. it's like, how are you gonna let other people go out and get money if you can't get it? But I agree that, like, because drugs are also the most fucked up thing to get into, is because then your clientele are guaranteed psycho, running around the streets, getting into trouble. They have absolutely no reason not to rat on you. It's like you're just creating a huge, like, all your customers are just people who could eventually go tell on you. Right. Not to mention the chain of supply of people you're gonna have to have who could like actually sell the shit for you and everything like that. Right. Um, yeah, because, you know, there's a dynamic around here that I've read quite a bit about where, like, it's the, the Korean fucking pool halls and shit. They just, like, have, were kind of left alone for a long time by the cops and everything because they have their own world where they're selling fucking women. They're smoking indoors. They're, like, you know, 
probably selling drugs, doing whatever. But it's like the the cops kind of tended to leave them alone because the Korean world is so insular and they're so in their own fucking universe. And like you don't, the cops don't have to deal with it a lot. But then over the past few years, they've really like actually cracked down and made it so that all these people are scared as fuck to run these like fucking little parlors that they run where they right. do prostitution out of and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So you've, you've kind of seen that take place on the Lower East Side. What, what do you, how do you feel when you go there these days? It's a better place. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, like a piece of me is like, damn, like, you know, it's, it's gentrified. You know what I mean? You cops see everywhere. Cops everywhere. Um, but yo, not for nothing, where we at, we're like, like, are you familiar with Lower East Side? Yeah. So there's, there's a precinct right there, right? And then not just the precinct, but one police plaza is right like there. a block right there. Which is like and then you got right next to World Trade right Center. Yeah. And then the World Trade Center is there. And then you got the fucking courthouse. You know what I mean? And you, know you know where the Brooklyn banks are? Yeah. The, yeah, because that's where I spent a huge, huge percentage of my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I definitely yeah. got my dick sucked down there on a park bench. <laughs> Quite a few times. I've I seen people, like friends of mine, fucking bitches on the Brooklyn banks, middle of the night. That's disgusting. Any girl yeah. who lets you do that is a fucking horrendous human being. Hey, you know, bitches, <laughs> dirty bitches got to live too. You they got to live too. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so it was like police was right there too, and then it was shit was still happening, but um, with with, with the drugs and the bodies and all of that shit, that's when the feds came and really swooped in, and um, and and. and and yeah, clean that shit right up. And mm. then now when I go there, it's good to see, you know, but of course a piece of me is like, damn, like I miss how it used to be, you know what I'm saying? But I also that's just me like like the nostalgic, you know what I'm saying? Like just me missing what it used to be. But if I look at it like as a, a like just regular, like, you know Where you you would want your kids to yeah, grow it's, up. It's it's fine now, you mm. know what I'm saying? It's is it's a great place. Definitely. When I think about you having that influence from your dad to sort of get into that world, I think about there's this sort of viral little Bibby tweet uh, last week where he said, if you're a street dude and your son is a street dude, then you're a failure. How do you feel about that? If you're a street dude and your son is a street dude, then you're a failure. Yeah. I think if if you're any if you're anybody like, and your son is a street dude, and, and, and for the most part, you're a failure. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't have to be a street dude. So I think that's everybody, anybody, right? Like, if you, who the fuck wants their fucking kid to be, like, in the street going to jail and mm -hmm. shooting dope and doing whatever the fuck they doing out there, you know what I'm saying? So I think, uh, yeah. Did, uh, did your dad work to keep you out of that environment? Or how, what was his attitude on that? Nah, he, he wasn't even around. You oh, know okay. I mean? Yeah, he wasn't even around. So he was, like doing work in the streets and you knew about him but he wasn't really around to the he extent that around, he could control what you were doing right he was around but he wasn't like i would see him once in a while mm. but then when i was five he got snatched by the feds and i ain't see him after that wow at all you haven't seen him since or yeah uh, holy shit i mean I, I seen him once you know what i'm saying but um for the most part i ain't seen him so he, he got like a crazy long bid yeah he uh he 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 didn't get I don't know how much time he got. Uh but he um he basically, you know, he basically told on his crew, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And that shit that happened. And then, you know, he that shit put my family in danger, you know what I'm saying? So like for a long for a long time, even still to this day, I don't even like 
I don't even want nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Damn. So that happened. So did that change where like prior to that you had like bodyguards around your family and shit like that, and then all of a sudden that stuff went away? Yeah. Like you, like it was just it used to be like it was for for one for the you know it was once like damn that's his son and everybody like like looked at us with you know yeah with 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 like some type of royalty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then after that shit. It was like, it was like cold stares, and it was like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it wasn't the same anymore. The energy was different. You Damn. feel me? And I felt that. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit was like, that shit was pretty like harsh to me. You know what I mean? And it really made me like have a lot of fucking, uh, uh, you know, Un- understanding of both sides of the world. Like you know what it's like to be considered royalty, and to know what it feels like to be looked down upon. And meanwhile, none of it was your choice. None of it had anything to do with anything that you done. Right. Yeah. And then um, so yeah, that shit, that shit really like, you know, I should put like I didn't even want, I didn't even want to talk about him. Like anybody that ever, after that, everybody that used to say that I was his son, I was just like, I fuck around and smack somebody for saying that shit. I just didn't want. It me being associated to him, you know what I'm saying, at all. Mm. So do you think that you had, like, anger in your heart associated with that whole experience and that's what sort of led you to then want to go above and beyond and do stuff that, you know, to be in the streets? Yeah, I mean, the smarter thing, to like, the better, like, if I was a fucking smart kid, I'd been like, all right, that's not what the fuck I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me just not do the street shit and let me do... You know, but in my mind, I was just like, all right, I'm going to do the street shit, but I'm just not going to be in that gang. I'm going to just do a whole nother gang. And then I'm going to just like, you know, do it differently. Like, I'm not going to do what he did. And I'm going to fucking like, you know, I'm going to rep hard. Like, I'm going I'm to, whatever needs to be, whatever's on the table, I'm taking that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, meaning like, if something had to be done. I'm taking that. Nobody even got to ask me. I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? As we're shooting somebody, stabbing somebody, whatever the fuck, robbing somebody, whatever the fuck it was, holding guns, whatever the fuck it was, I'm I'm trying to prove that I'm not him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I was just, you know, and that's how I built my little, you know, my, my little name out there. And I was just on my on my on my on my other shit, just trying to prove to everybody that I wasn't him. So the gang that you linked up with was completely separate from the shit that your dad was a part of. Right. Okay. How'd you even get tapped into that world? Um, I fucking they 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 was recruiting in schools and shit. Oh really? And somebody came up to me and shit. I'm like, all right, let's get it. Recruiting mm-hmm. like they wanted you to basically like sell drugs for them or what was it? was it? just going like, yo, I was in junior high. I was like my first year of junior high school and, and, and fucking, you know, the gangs was outside just grabbing kids up. Like, yo, what's up? Would you you want to come wow. and, and hang out and shit and smoke cigarettes and <laughs> eat food and shit? I'm like, I'm with it. Let's get it. You right. know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, I went there and then I just, I dropped out of junior high school and I just started like, you know what I mean? started living that life right so at what age did you join with that thing and then at what point did you end up getting locked up like how many years running the streets did you really have in there um i like i joined that shit like eight some shit like that you were eight yeah holy fuck they're recruiting gang members at eight yeah like eight jesus nine, christ nine that's years old, some shit like that and then, and then um i fucking uh um, wait, was it? Well, how old are you when you were in junior high school? Junior high? I was like 13 in seventh grade. 13 in seventh grade? 12 or 13 in okay, seventh no, grade. I, and I graduated so at 18. Eight years old was my first time going into 
um, juvenile detention. Oh, okay. Right? What so, was that for? That was for, you know, fucking, at first, like, um, what happened? I was, so I was really like a bad kid, you know what I mean? And then I used to always just do, do bullshit, you know what I mean? And then I started off, I think my moms had like put hands on me, put marks on me and shit. And uh-huh. then when I went to school, they saw it. And then I got, I got on, when they asked me, you know what I mean? I didn't know. So I was just like, oh, I, I didn't like that my mom hit me. So I was just like, oh, you know, my mom hit me and shit. And then they put me on paper. Like they, then I was like young. I was like six, seven or seven. Mm. And then they put me on the fucking, uh, they didn't take me, but they put me on like group home, like, like, uh, what was it called? Like people was coming to our house, my house yeah. and checking in and talking. And so then after that, I got in some trouble. I fucking like, uh, I threw a brick at at, 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 at like a store and then um, I got arrested for that shit and fucking um, like I was eight and then they took me. I went inside and shit. Holy shit. And then uh, I was in group homes, institutions and, and then I was, but then when I came out, so I was already trouble and then like I came out and I went to junior high school and that's my first year junior high school. I just went with the gang and shit. And right. I just started getting, I started getting crazy. So were your parents, was your mom trying to keep you out of trouble and was it just a total lost cause? She tried cause? her best. She tried her best, but you know what I mean? What could she do? You right. know what I mean? She couldn't really, she barely spoke English. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she barely spoke English. She ain't know what the fuck was going on. She had to work. So she was watching me by herself. She had to leave me with other people. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really give a fuck. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, I was just out of hand. And then I just, you know, so she tried her best. Like, they, they were, I can't say there was one time when my mom gave up on me. Mm. Like, she was always there. You know what I'm saying? But there's only so much she can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if 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 I wanted to do this shit, there was nothing she could. She tried to lock the door, but I'll break out. You know what I mean? I'll jump out of windows. I'll fucking make a line. Like, I, I lived in the building. She locked the door where I can't leave the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't open it from, she lock it from the outside. But I'll fucking tie up sheets and shit and be tie that shit on her and I break the fuck up out of there Holy and I shit. start running around start you know going to the streets there was nothing that she could do to stop me you know what I'm saying like I was I was in there already like you know what I'm saying I made my decision like so you were running around the streets in New York City as like a 14 year old with a pistol yeah damn definitely you remember when you first got one cause like people don't understand that in New York City running around with a gun is a lot different than running around in like Atlanta or LA with a gun it's a whole different level of it intensity. It was different back then, though. Oh, Those yeah. laws wasn't like that back then. True, true. Back then, you could you could you could catch a you could catch a body and do like seven years and come back out. You know what I'm saying? Like when made it like like with, with, with um that type of shit. So it's a lot different. But then once they started like you know making the laws different, then you know things really you know got cleaned up out there. But I was holding guns like the gang. They used to they used to. They used to make me hold the guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, hold the gun. It was like, I, right, I hold the gun. What you right. want me to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, they always because nobody would search the little kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll search like the gang members, but I'll be across the street and with a book bag walking, walking, following them. But I'm all the way across the street. So if the police come run down on them, they ain't got the guns. I got the gun. I'm across the street. You know what I'm saying? So right. they'll pull up on them, but I'm just. You know, walking. So they used to always have the. They used to recruit kids just for that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have kids do shit because the kids wouldn't really get in too much trouble. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they would use us as pawns and shit, like to do shit and, and fucking and I was I was all for it, you know what I mean? Did it seem like the dudes that you were working for were really making that much money? I mean, um now looking at it, I, I think I think um the people that was doing the like my pops and them, like that crew, they was making a lot of money because mm. they the heroin was big business. You know what I'm saying? That heroin, they was getting that China white. You heard of that shit before? That's a type of heroin? Yeah, that was so it was big, like, you know, China White, everybody was, you know, people was dropping off of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that came from the Chinese, you know what I'm saying? We had that dope. And that was being brought in from Asia and shit, you know what I'm saying? So and then um that that fucking that shit had everybody like, you know, that shit was making bank. You know what I mean? So all like the major fucking drug dealers that was coming up in those times, they really got it from like the mm. Chinese, you know what I'm saying? So at that time, were what was your perspective on people who actually did heroin? Like, had you even thought about doing drugs or were you smoking weed? Were you getting into that side of things at all? Um, I never really had a drug issue. Okay. I never really, I never really fucked with that shit. My shit was like violence, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? My shit was like, you know, I liked it. I liked it like, you know, I liked it doing that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Um, that was my thrill. That was what I was getting high off of. You just had that mentality of being a soldier. Uh, like I just like that shit. That's the that's the shit I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I liked it, that rush. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit got me high. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, I'm about to rob somebody that minute before I do that, like that that feeling, I liked it. That shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you know if I about to put in some work, I liked it. That shit. You know what I'm saying? Like there was something that I bragged about. Like you know what I'm saying? Like something that I. That made me feel better. Because it's like, you know, when you're at that level in your life, you can only really be known for so many things. And, like, being known as the dude who's down to fuck somebody up or down to just really go over the top with violence, that can kind of become, like, your image. And you you were sort of that dude that people just were scared of shitless out of you, and you were sort of addicted to that, yeah, that vibe. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy to think about. If you were a dad and you had a kid and you identified those similar uh, – because you have kids? No. no, not yet. Um, if you identified that same sort of similar mentality in your kid, how would you feel or what, what would you try to do to sort of like limit his ability to really get in trouble and shit? Just be there for him, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think that's I think that that's the ma that's a major part. Like, you know, kids start fucking I think a lot of it is like kids feel like they not wanted, you know what I'm saying? So that that not that um, not being accepted, that's a big driving force for a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? May it be drugs, may it be joining gangs, all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, just being there for, for him, you know what I'm saying? And just like, you know, just teaching him, you know what I mean? I think that, that does a lot with, you know, steering the kid in the right direction, you feel me? Definitely. So you're, you did a three-year bid and then a 10-year bid, were those your two main bids that you caught? Yeah, okay. I did. I did three. I did ten, but then I did like juvenile bids, eighteen months here, you know, two months, two years, like shit like that. So you were just what were you getting caught with when you were doing the juvenile bids and shit? Just like fucking stabbing people, shit like that, bro. Robberies, mm -hmm. you know, shit like that. Nothing too crazy. It's weird, given the whole scope of like what you've been through. That just stabbing somebody don't really seem like that big a deal, huh? Um. Stabbing somebody wasn't a, I mean, 
Like, it was, does it is that a traumatic memory for you? Because like you, you feel like there's some people who will talk about like the violent incidents that they've been involved in when they were younger, and it's like it really stands out in their brain as like a fucked up thing that they were a part of. And then like, but but to you, it's like having been in a situation you stab somebody in a fight or whatever. Does it feel like it was even that significant? Um, nah, because you get like you get uh, you know, that shit gets jaded. Like that that shit becomes normal. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think stabbing somebody is more like more more uh it's like it does more than actually shooting somebody you know what i'm saying like you know because when you stab somebody you gotta get close to them right you know what i'm saying more intimate yeah you gotta get close to them you, gotta, you might look at them you know what i'm saying and, and that shit is like you know you shoot a motherfucker and just be like this and go like you know what i'm saying so you don't even know what happened you know what i'm saying but when you stab him you he might grab you like no you know what i'm saying and you you stabbing him like you know that's it's right there like you know what i mean you you get a little more you know a little more interaction you mm. know what i'm saying i seen right, I, I seen you in the club last night and there was a guy on your instagram story who had a big ass knife in the club <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be totally honest it wasn't you but i seen somebody else pulling it out and i'm like bro that's crazy i ain't seen anybody like flexing a big ass knife in the club in a long time sure. ever probably should be there. That was a nice club too, right? <laughs> yeah. It was a nice knife too. It looked like a big gold knife yeah, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. By the time they hear this, the story will be gone. But Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. So you, you still got some people that are uh, down to ride out with you, I'm guessing? I mean, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I, yeah. But they, they, that's not the type of shit that I'm, I'm really looking for. You feel me? Like, mm. I didn't even notice that shit. That 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 knife shit. I didn't notice it until actually, like, a, like thirty minutes ago when I looked at it. I'm just like, oh shit, this motherfucker had that. But I would, if I knew that, I would have told him like, yo, don't even like. You right. know what I'm saying that's not the type of shit I'm trying to project right now. You know what I'm saying? That's not the type of shit I'm trying to push. Like, you know, my shit like a little different because like I done did that shit. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I I did it. You know what I mean? I don't want to do it no more. That's not something. I, I want to be around right now. You feel me? But sure. if it has to go down, it has to go down. And, you know, people's around that, you know, that will do whatever. But that's not the type of shit I'm trying to, like, you know, For I'm sure. trying to get this bag. You feel me? Definitely. So <laughs> I know what the 10-year bid was for. And people can go watch that video about that crazy-ass incident. What, what was the three-year bid that you did before that about? Did some shit witness tampering. Really? Yeah, witness tampering. So you were telling somebody not to snitch or whatever, and you got caught doing it? Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. How the fuck did they catch you? Well, they fucking, um, the people, the people told. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess that'll do it. <laughs> the people told and shit, and then, like, you know, it was that with, with some other shit. Like, um, but yeah, that, that witness tampering shit is kind of big. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't want that shit going down at all because it's like you, you're like, you know, threatening people and you're fucking up their cases. So they try to make like a little example out of that shit. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, when you were in jail doing the, the 10 years or whatever was there, because, you know, you've, you've really like come out of there in the past couple of years and really made a big name for yourself and like, you know, inserted yourself into the, the conversation. I see you got all these different things going on YouTube and everything like that, making your own content. Were you in prison this most recent bit and like just really thinking about what you were going to do when you got out and now you're executing on it yeah definitely i think um i think that's what the fuck you know that that was the best thing i could have did was i used that time 
you know, productively. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used that time, like, studied, got my shit together, got my, my fucking thinking right. You know what I'm saying? Versus, you know, just being in there, you know, just playing games and, you know, fucking doing whatever and just not really checking the problem, the issues that got me in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, and then once you come out, don't matter if you do five years, 10 years, 20 years, if you don't check it, you know what I mean? That shit don't go nowhere. You feel me? So when you come out, it's like, you know, if I was in jail and I was just like, I didn't really do anything to check my behavior and I was just really doing more of that same behavior and more, when I come home, what the fuck you think is going to happen? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be right. on that type of behavior. But I use that time to kind of like get my shit together because I'm like, I don't want to be back in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I, I have so much more to offer. Mm. You feel me? And I'm like, yo, this jail shit is for the birds because I see people like 70 years old in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, bro. Like, I'm not trying to be an old motherfucker in no jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to die in no fucking jail, bro. Like, that, like that's that's super trash. Anybody that that that's, that's like promoting that type of shit is fucking... It's stupid, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, I ain't trying to die in no jail. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get pussy, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to travel around. Like yesterday, I went to Vegas. Like, you heard? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I was just like, yo, that's crazy. Like this shit, you know what I mean? It gave me a different type of feeling. That's what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I want to go travel the fucking world. I think that's what life is about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not being in nobody's jail. You know what I'm saying? Eating fucking. Eating fucking bullshit, you know what I'm saying, and fucking being around a bunch of dudes and like doing dumb shit, like that's that's for the fucking birds, yeah. bro. Like, and ten years is like, you know, I know people that did thirty years, you know right. what I'm saying, like. You but know, ten years alone is like you you have the ability, like if you go in as a twenty year old and you get as a thirty year old, that's like ten years of like changes in your life that most yo, people are able to go through, right. and you just have that frozen. Right, you know what I'm saying. My my whole my whole uh, you know, a good. Part of the, the the most the most like the best years of a person is the twenties, right? You know what I mean? When you're twenty one, you get the fucking drink and you get the you know college whatever. You get to fuck all the bitches. Like ah mm. ah, you know what I mean? I was in jail. You know what I mean? So it was like I that's that was taken from me. You know what I mean? Well, it wasn't taken from me. I took the shit myself. You mm. know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah. So like uh, that that's a. You know, but I don't be looking at that shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I just be looking at it like, all right, fuck it. That's done. You know what I mean? That's done. So what the fuck we going to do now? What we going to do for the rest, for the 30s, 40s? Like, what we going to do? So now I'm just trying to set up for, like, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to live life, bro. Like, you feel me? Definitely. Have you, was Vegas like a real standout travel-wise because you haven't, have you gotten to travel any any significant amount since you got out? Um, or was Vegas one of the crazier things? Is this your first time in LA since you've been out here, or since um, you've been out? Nah, I've been out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, it was my first time in Vegas. I don't really get to travel like that, but when I do, it's like you know, I always fuck with it. I like, I like, I like traveling. You know what I mean? Just, just you get to see different shit, meet different people. You know who the fuck? I think a lot of a lot of times. I know a lot of people that don't leave their blocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I said I get that shit over here, like in Cali. I feel like a lot of people are just like stuck in their areas. Like they don't really go even like 30 minutes outside of where the fuck they're at. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's like crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like um, but uh, 
Like in New York, it's kind of normal to hop on the train and shit. And just go around. Out right? here, it's not really that normal to hop on the train. There's a lot of people who never really leave their neighborhoods. Like it's different over here. This is Hollywood. It's a lot of rich people and shit. Obviously, they're moving around. But yeah, for sure, that's like a, a huge thing. Like kids who grow up around here, that number one, if you grow up in the hood out here, you might not really want to go to that many different neighborhoods because somebody's going to ask you where right, you're from. Exactly. Yeah. It could go down. No problem for that. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's very similar in New York in that way. Because I mean, I would always meet kids from Brooklyn that never been to Queens, never been to the city. And like, I'd be like, how the fuck you never been to Queens? Queens is like two miles that way. And they just like, why would I? What do I got to do over there? You know, it's like, that's that mentality. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So I'd be all over the place. Yeah. yeah. I think out here, I've been everywhere. I, I don't know. I've been to like fucking Orange County, Burbank, fucking, I've like, I've, we travel like we put like like a thousand more than a thousand miles on the club since for like in three days. You know what I'm saying like we mm-hmm. go all over the place. You know what I mean? Definitely. So when you got out the after the ten years though, like were you at the end of that bit? Were you thinking about what you were gonna do? Like in the sense that you were gonna get out, you were gonna just start chasing after the music shit. Did you understand that the internet had gotten so much more powerful and that focusing on social media and shit was what was really gonna help you like to develop your identity? Did you really have the the ability to understand that while you were locked up? I mean, I knew the so I knew that social media was going was big. You know what I mean? But I just didn't know how. I read a lot of books, like you know, I read a lot of shit. Um, I tried to keep myself abreast with that shit, but it's different. Like you know, mm-hmm. you could read everything, but once you, it's different than actually like being in the shit and like, really knowing how to do it. You, you know went in like a couple years before Instagram even came out, and then you get out, and Instagram is everything. Yeah, right. That's crazy. So I had to learn how to do that shit. You know what I mean? But once I learned that shit. It was just like, all right, you know, this is this is it. Like, this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of got got used to that shit. And, and now it's kind of like, it's still like, you know, I feel like the younger kids, they have more of an advantage, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because they grew up in this shit. Speaking they know that language. That shit is like, you know what I mean? Second nature to them. They understand that. They know it. A motherfucker like me, I didn't grow up with that shit. So I, it's, it's not second mm. language. It's not second to me. You know what I'm I saying? Seen, I see memes and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I could never think of something that funny. Like, right. you got to grow up and like really understand <laughs> memes to like fucking come up with a joke that good. And that, right. that shit makes me feel old. Yeah. Like these, these fucking 15 year old kids is funny as hell. And I don't right. know how to make jokes like that. Right. So yeah, what was what would you do when you got out? Now, did you get out? And are you like scared shitless that you're gonna fall into some shit by accident that's gonna send you back in? I came out and I was just on my on my ground. You know what I'm saying? Like I just wanted to, you know. I think um I think when you're in prison, like certain people, like when, it, when that shit makes you hungry as fuck. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? You just wanna cause cause prison is like prison is like it's a hustler's world. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you don't have, you know, people bringing you shit and all that, you got to find a way to live. Mm. Like, you got to find a way to to survive in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that hustle spirit is, like, alive. You got people, you know, juggling shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got people just making money. Like, it's always a way to, to, to flip something, always a way to make something, create a way like you know all right we can't do this shit but we got to find a way around it so you know what i mean i've seen people like you know find like it it it, it breeds creativity in that motherfucker mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because when you don't have it you got to find ways to get it you know what i mean so so um i think that shit really helped me cuz when i came home i was just like hungry and i was just like you know i just hit the 
hit the gate running. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But it's like you could be hungry for a hustle in jail, but you only have so many things you can do. Then all of a sudden you get out and there's a million things you can do, but a huge percentage of them are illegal. You know, it's like, oh shit, I can make money doing this, this, and this. But it's like, yeah, a lot of that is going to be selling drugs or doing this and doing that. It's like, I don't know. It must have been, you must have been at least a little bit aware of the, your own ability to come up with some kind of scam that could end you in prison again, huh? Yeah, I wasn't trying to do that, though. Like, I was just like, right, I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't even be around that type of shit. I don't want nothing to do with that type of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Although that shit is available to me. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as I came home, all that shit was available to me. But I'm like, nah, because I already know, like, that shit is, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know how to do shit, like, with... All right, I'm just gonna do it up to here, and then like, I can't do that. You, you know go what the saying? whole way. I go all the way, and the next thing you know, the federal indictment, and like you know what I mean. Here we go again. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, let me just not fuck with that at all, and let me just do something over here. You know what I'm saying? Which I'll I enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this shit ain't work to me, bro. Like you know what I mean? How do you feel like you were received by the people that you knew before you went in? Because you must have been like, you know, you feel like they had a lot of respect for you after you came home after doing a bid. Yeah, but then... A lot of them have to have, like, moved on with their lives and shit, too, right? They're not yeah, in the same mentality they were in when you went in. Yeah, a lot of people just, like, they they, they respect me, but then, you know, they, they just didn't want me around either, you know what I'm saying? So they just waiting for me to just, like, you know, go back to jail. Really? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, a lot of people, like, even not even people that's not in that world, even just people, like, you know in a rat world, like, you know what I mean? Anything like that, anybody that, they just didn't want me around, like, you know what I mean? They just waiting for me to go back to jail, right. you know what I mean? And um, and uh, I did go back to jail. I had a 16-month violation after. What was the violation? Um, Curfew, that like, I came out with this song that got me in some trouble, you know what I'm saying? Wait, and you it, said something on the song or was it in the video? Yeah, I was talking about shooting police. Whoa, really? Uh, on the song and shit. And then they... They, they didn't violate me for that shit, but it made me hot. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. once it made me hot, then, you know, they just found me for whatever and then just booked me and and put me up for 16 months. So I did 16. I was home for, for like maybe a year and some change, like a year and a couple months, and then I went back to jail for 16 months. Okay. Came back out, and then that's I haven't been back in yet. You know? Right. Um, and yeah. So did that... When you got that additional 16 months, were you, like, insanely depressed? Did you feel like it was all over? Like, you had just fucked up everything that you had worked for over the 10 years? No, I didn't feel like it was, like, it was over. I never feel like it's over. You know what I mean? I don't feel like it's over. That must have been scary, though, after just getting your freedom back. It it was definitely fucking, like, it was definitely (coughs) worse than doing the 10 years. Really? That 16 months, like, was horrible because it was just, like, I was... I was home, you know what I mean? Like, and I was working and I was getting, you know, I was getting rhythm with my music, you know mm. what I'm saying? So it was like, nah, damn, now I'm going back in jail. And it was just like, damn, that shit was worse than the 10 years. Like, um, but it also gave me a lot of time to reflect. You feel me? It gave me time to really like, like to take a look at how I'm gonna, do what I'm gonna do, like in terms of the music, because you know a lot of times like we don't get time to think about shit. We're mm-hmm. always in a we're we're like this, especially like you know somebody like you. You already know it's like one thing after the next, after Hell the next, yeah. after the next. So you don't really get time to really just 
really think about shit and really give um, uh, like your full attention on a plan and shit. You know and what then saying? in prison, you got way got too much time. time. Nothing so but now time. I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I I saw I saw the landscape. Like I was like, all right. So that's how this shit works. So mm. now I got I had 16 months to really put this shit like write everything down and really come up with strategies. So now when I came home, I, was, I knew exactly what to do because I had 16, I had I had a, uh, almost a year, I had a year of watching it, you know what I'm saying? And, and getting, and getting you know, getting an understanding of what the fuck is going on, a hands-on understanding. So now when I went back in, all the books that I read, I read books, boom, 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 but I knew exactly how to, implement this shit now because before I read you could read the books but if you don't have a, a hands-on you know knowledge of what the fuck is really like you know hands-on you don't know like the book is just like whatever you know yeah. what I mean? but now once you've seen the landscape and once you're in it and then you read these things it's different so now I just put all my plans together and shit definitely um did you realize like as you got out that basically like the 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 climate for Asian rappers is a lot hotter than it had been in a long time because like when you went in it was still very limited and then since then we've seen like k-pop explode there's like hip-hop communities in a lot of different asian countries there's a lot of american asian rappers who have some level of buzz going on was that like you realize that and realize that you could capitalize on that since almost none of those rappers besides maybe stupid young are really coming at it from like a gangster perspective or like a street perspective right right i mean yeah there was definitely a, a void definitely a void and it's just um it was just a matter of time that you know that we would get some rhythm. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't. I still don't feel like we getting all the rhythm. Like, but it's just more acceptable now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like you know. I think the time is coming. Um, I think the landscape is ready for like you know. Just people is just ready, more ready for that than say 2000 and like you know what I mean, like that time. But uh, yeah. So I, I again, I just feel like a lot of people just don't. They don't. They don't. Um. They don't know. You know what I'm saying. So now you know it's it's a little, it's a little more, cause the internet is a big thing. So like the mm. internet is like before. You know you would never see Asian people in different lights. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the media wouldn't push that. You know what I mean? So you would just see whatever the media is pushing. You know what I'm saying? And mm. you'll see like whatever may be around you. So if you're not in the around the Asian hoods and shit like that, you won't know what the fuck is going on. But now with the internet, you see more shit. You see different people doing different shit, and it's it's more open. You know what I'm saying? So I think that gets people more like you know, people people. Yeah, they get more familiar with that shit now. Do you feel any of the Asian rappers out right now? You you fuck with Rich Brian or Higher Brothers or any of these dudes are out now doing it? I fuck. I mean, I fuck with. I fuck with. I I, I think it's cool that everybody is. I think that's a cool thing. You know what I'm saying? And seeing like you know different kids, you know what I mean? Asian kids getting buzz and and doing that shit is a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um. Do you, okay, this is kind of something I wonder about too because w one of the big things that kind of put you on my radar was when Lil Pump had the song where he uh, said the thing about the eyes Chinese, Yao Ming, Ching Chong, whatever. Right. Right. Uh, when you, you responded to that and that kind of was interesting to me because I was like, oh shit, this dude is like standing up for Asian people 
in a way that we haven't necessarily seen in hip hop because truth about that punchline is that you can name a fucking hundred thousand rap songs that basically had that exact punchline over the course of the last 20 years. But for some reason that one stood out and it was like China Mac, like sort of taking the lead role. Like, nah, we're not going to let you just say something about our culture that is offensive. Yeah. I think, um, saying, saying Oz low, like Chinese and saying like, you know, like that type of shit is different. And pulling your eyes back mm. and saying ching chong, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. that's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, saying, saying, yo, the, like smoking weed, got eyes got me Chinese and eyes low, like, like, like Chinese, or you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. That's different. You mm. know what I mean? But when you pull your eyes and do that shit, that's just like blatant disrespect. But even then, like, I really didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really didn't care. Like, when I first saw it, it, like, people tagged me in that shit. And I'm just like, all right. Like, he's a fucking kid. Like, like whatever. But I didn't look at the whole video. I just looked at him saying Ching Chong first, right? Mm -hmm. So then so then he pulled his eyes after the second part of, the like, the, 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 the hook. So I didn't see that. And I'm just like, whatever. And I just like put my phone down. Then I, when I picked my phone back up, like 50 people was uh, like a bunch of people tagged me and that shit. So I'm just like, I, then I looked at the whole video and I'm just like, all right. All right. He definitely disrespecting. But I'm, I wasn't like going crazy over like responding. I wasn't like, all right, I got to respond. Like, but then I saw the fucking comments. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And when I saw the comments, it was like thousands and thousands of comments. A lot of people like in Asia were getting in on it. And you could tell when you look at the comments, there's like, walls Chinese. of Chinese characters. So when I saw that, I'm like, I, I have to say something. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, the comments are going, but nobody is really going to give that any light. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the media ain't really going to pick that shit up. People over there talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm the only person that could really, you know, say something and it had a possibility of the media picking it up and really had some 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 you know some 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 power behind it, you know what I mean? So I was like, I right, I'ma do that for the simple fact that nobody else is doing it for us. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's that time for the Asians to be painted in a different picture. Like, you know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be the people that y'all could just anybody could just walk over us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so we should say something. But I wasn't at no time was it like like beef with the kid, like I didn't mm. want no beef with him. I didn't want no static. I just wanted to check him and let and just not even just check him per se, but just let everybody else know. Like you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. like we just not gonna be taking shit like that. Like you know what I mean? Like just like anybody else would want respect. Like we would want that respect too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of kids just they really didn't understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of a lot of kids really didn't understand that. You know they just feel like oh you know everybody else said it, but I, first of all I wasn't home. For all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you know. And second of all, it, no, the, the the I don't think that the people whoever did it before it didn't have that type of response from the Asian people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I just saw that. All right, that's 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 time for somebody to stand up. So I'm, I stood up. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's crazy is I never really like when 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 Little Pump came to he came to New York. Like right after that shit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He came to New York, and I knew he was coming because you know people that he had hired for like you know to to the bodyguards and shit like that. We was we we already knew, you know what I'm saying? So uh, the club, like you know, word gets around. So people told me, so I'm like, I right, 
we gonna pull up on him. You know what I'm saying? But my pull up on him wasn't like, 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 like we gonna test you a gangster. Like we gonna right. fuck you up, but we just gonna talk. It was just a talk, just just for the simple fact, like, yo, bro, you know. And I when I went up to him, he had no clue I was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So so when we when we went in, the, the security let us through, right? And then. Out of nowhere, I'm just in front of him. You know what I'm saying? And he just like he just looked at me like, "Yo, what the oh, fuck?" Shit. Like, oh shit! You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, "Yo, let me highlight you. Let me just talk to you." So I'm like, "Yo, bro, you know that shit wasn't personal. You know what I'm saying? It's just that you said some shit that you know disrespected a whole you know bunch of people and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, he had already took this video down. Right. He already apologized before. I was, I was take- surprised that he even apologized just because I, I, I thought that he wasn't, he was just not going to give a fuck and he was just going to ignore it. When he actually came out and apologized, that's when I realized, I think that there was like some, the label had made it kind of clear, like, yo, like they're not going to play your shit. And right. like China. You know what I'm saying? Shit. A lot of people was like, yo, China Mac, you did that. I mean, I think I had something to do with it, but I don't think I'm, I was the deciding factor. You definitely helped that. throw you some, some, some fuel helped, on it. But, um, I felt like it was more like the labels, like, yo, you know, you, you fucking up the bag. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So you got to do something about this. You know what I'm saying? So he did that. He already took the shit down. So when I pulled up on him, I'm just like, yo, listen, you know, um, you fucking up. Like, I, I'm not coming on you on no gangster shit, but you know you fucking your bag up. You know what I'm saying? And you you disrespecting a whole, you know, a whole nation of people. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it was like, let's make this right. You know what I'm saying? And he had a show um, at Barclay Center. So I'm like, yo, pull me up at that show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And let's, let's, let's like, you know, let's show some, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, and he was there. And they, they was with it. You know what I'm saying? They actually called me. And I never, I never told nobody this. They actually called me. And his people was like, yo, we at Barclay Center. How fast can you come over here? So I'm like, all right, we'll be right there. So I pulled up to Barclay Center, but on my way to Barclay Center, academics, oh bitch ass, he fucking put the shit up saying China Mac presses little pump mm. and makes him take the shit down. But he already took the shit down. Right. And he knew that, you know what I'm saying? But he just wanted to, but he just so happened to put that shit up, you know. Right when I was going to Barclay Center. So what happened was when when I spoke to the people at the club, when I spoke to Lil Pump, then I spoke to his manager. And his manager's like, yo, you right. Like, I, we want to we wanna fix this shit. Let's fix it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, all right, let's fix this shit. You know what I'm saying? Pull me up to Barclay Center. It'll show, like, you know, you're not just like, you know what I mean? It'll show, like, that the, the Chinese people like that, you know, whatever. And that's a big population right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So... That's crazy because I remember when Academics posted it that I commented on it and I was like, he deleted it like a week yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. so what happened was his people was like, yo, let's do something. Let's figure it out. But we just don't want to look like you you pressing him. Like, like, like I'm right. like, I, I'm not here to make it seem like I'm like some super gangster trying to put, you know, making this shit happen. But, you know, let, let's fix it. You know what I'm saying? And and then um. So they called so they called me and then once he put the shit up, it made it seem like China Mac presses mm. him. That was the headline. China Mac presses Lil Pump and makes him take this shit down. Right. So then after that, they just they didn't once I got the Barclay Center, they wasn't even with it no more. Like cause they saw that shit and they was just like, nah, you know, everybody's gonna say like boom, 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 it's gonna make him look like he fucking, you know, gave in and shit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um that shit didn't happen. And that was crazy because, you know, you know what I mean? But um, that would have been pretty epic. 
it would have been epic. And not not just, I mean, it would have been epic for, definitely it would have been epic for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it would have been, it would really put me, it would have helped me a lot. But not just for that though. It would have been epic for just the people. The Asian like, people you know to be the like, Asian people, that's like, a dope Yo, show of respect. That's dope. And it would have been dope for him. You know what I'm saying? Because it shows like the youth, like just respecting something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and I think that would be, that would have been good for the relations between, you know, different races and shit like that. I think that would have been epic. Because like when somebody says something racist against black people and it comes out in the media and stuff, they treat it like a really fucking big deal. And it feels like too, it's not the same when somebody says something disrespectful about Asian people where it's not treated as being that serious. And it would be cool to see Pump actually like have, you know, sort of acknowledged that, you know, he takes the uh, Asian community that serious, you know? Yeah. Do you hold that against academics that you kind of blew that up for you? I mean, I, I just academics doing what he do. Like, I ain't mad at him for that shit, but I just think that, you know what I mean? Like, that was some whatever shit like that because that's not what happened, you know what I'm saying? So he's right. just promoting some bullshit just so he could get a couple, like, you know, you know, get views and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But whatever, I ain't, that's not, that's not my end-all, be-all, like, that wasn't, like, my thing, like, oh, I just thought that would have been dope, you know what I'm saying, for the culture, for, for, so, but, yeah, so that's what happened with, with, with them. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, you're, you're doing more than just rapping, though, like, you're doing the rap thing, you also got this food show on your YouTube <laughs> channel, which I noticed is actually doing pretty good and stuff, I was watching you eat McDonald's last night on it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. where'd that idea come from, is, is, how many different shows are you working on, and what's the idea with that? Um, I just started doing that shit, because I'm just like, I right. like, um, people, so my music is like, my music, well, at that time, I was only making music that appealed to, like, you know, New York, like that New York hardcore mm-hmm. hip hop, right? And that only appeals to like a box of people, right? Like so everybody outside of that, you know, they wouldn't fuck with it and they wouldn't fuck with my music. So I'm just limiting myself to this fucking box. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. Um, but that type of hip hop is what I felt comfortable making. So me coming out of jail, if I tried to do any other type of hip hop, it wouldn't come out. It would come out forced. If like, you made a little pump song, it might be a little weird. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and, but it just stylistically, it would it would sound off. Because mm. what, what did you grow up on? Like, what would you describe as like the main shit that you were super fucking with like when G you were younger? Video, like mob deep right. shit like that. that you era, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I came out like. That's what I felt comfortable doing. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, before I start doing other type of music. Let me just get comfortable, you know what I mean? And let me make music that I'm comfortable making, mm. you know what I'm saying? Versus making music that's trying to fit in. But then when I make that music, you know that I'm trying to fit in. And it won't sound like, you ever seen like a, a like an older person try to make a record that like try to pander to that shit? Oh, yeah. But then it don't work because it doesn't sound like authentic, you know what I'm saying? Super sad, yeah. So, so, yeah, and that shit just looks stupid. So I was like, let me not do that. Let me do what the fuck I'm comfortable doing. You know what I mean? So I just started doing that. And then that was the music that, you know, it was genuine, but it only appealed to a certain type of people. And that, and I felt like that held me here. So I'm just like, I, right, I have to find different ways to, you know, to create different content to open that space up. You know what mm. I mean? So, okay. So now, so now I was like, yo, let me start doing like some 
video content, you know what I'm saying? And then I started doing food. I like I just I didn't even know. I wasn't even planning on doing food. I was just doing it because it was like Chinatown. Like let me I want to take a, a give a little tour about Chinatown mm. and food is a major thing in Chinatown. So I just implemented that, you know what I'm saying? And then and then when I did it, so many people fucked with it. You know what I mean? I was just like, "I right, I should do that, you know what mm. I mean? So, and I felt like Action Bronson, uh, the Action Bronson, Eddie Wong, like there's a, a few people that did, that was doing that, that made it big, but they stopped doing it. Mm. So there was a void there, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, all right, let me fuck around with it and see how that should go. And people, and then now what I see is like, that opens me up now, you know what I'm saying? And it also cleans up my image, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, because before that, I'm just looked at like a, a uh, a gangster yeah. rapper, criminal, been to jail, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? But now when I'm doing the food shit, it cleans it up. So now mm. when you go on YouTube, it's like a bunch of fucking, ver a, a bunch of different shit right. versus just, oh, gangster rapper, jail, you know what I mean? Shooting, boom, 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 boom. Definitely. And then that, 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 that hinders me. You know what I'm saying? Like that stops me from getting certain shit. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, all right, let me clean it up. You know what I'm saying? And then I started doing the food. And then that's been that's been working. So, so you started out with stuff that's more local to Chinatown. You were doing the dumpling spots and yeah, all that right. shit. And then you sort of expanded into doing like the fast food stuff that I watched last night. Yeah, everything. Like, you know what I mean, I just started doing everything. And then um, shit that I could, because I can't go in certain spots with cameras. You know what I mean? Right. Because we just went. So I just started doing like pizza, like like shit that I could just get and do. And that shit's been doing well. Uh, so I just started doing that. You know what I mean? Could you see yourself? Taking it to a bigger platform and doing a show like Action Bronson did and shit. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the plan. Hell yeah, that's the plan. That's what's up. Um, what else you got going on? You got the music shit going on. You got this this food show. Anything else project wise that you're working on? I got I got a bunch of songs about to come out. I got a um, EP I'm about to drop. Hell yeah. Um, uh, and 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 yeah, that shit. That's why I'm out here right now promoting, bro. Just getting my shit back out there. So um. In time for me and ABG Neil got a song coming out. Oh really? That's amazing. Video. I fuck with him super hard. It's shit hard. Um, Damn, I want to hear that. That's just hard. Yeah, um, definitely hard. And uh, and, and uh, I you got do a the bunch dance, of, huh? You do that ABG dance? Yeah. And he puts his hands on his hips. No, nah, I got a different dance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the dance though. You can't do the dance? I don't know. That I gotta, shit cool as fuck, though, right? Yeah, it looks crazy. At first, I was like, wow, i never seen a kid like him, <laughs> like a Brooklyn kid who looks kind of tough, and he's dancing like that. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He told yeah. me he put a, a kid in a coma because the kid was making fun of his his true religions. He had fake true religions on, sure. so he beat his ass, and like he said that on the on the security tape that he hit the, he hit the kid like 60 times or some shit. Yeah. He put him in a coma over some fake trueies. Damn, AVG now. <laughs> I feel like China Mac might have done something like that back in the day. Yeah, I did. I did my fair share. You, you ever had bootleg jeans? Was that you ever nah, had anything? I never went on bootleg jeans. I don't think I did either. Thank God. Um, did I? Nah, I ain't never went on bootleg. I think that the most I used to buy shit like from like back in the days they had like these boss jeans, mm. like cheap ass jeans and shit. You know what I'm saying? And people used to get at me for 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 dressing like wearing cheap shit, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like cheap sneakers and shit like that. Cause Asian people don't really give a fuck about like, like my Asian families didn't really care about, you know, name brands and shit. So right. me going into like, you know, schools in the hood and shit and people were like, oh what the fuck you wearing? Uh, uh, like like I used to get that. Right. Was, you ever uh, see Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, I saw that shit. What'd you think of it? 
It was all right. It was cool. Um, different side of, of yeah, being different Asian. Side, yeah, different <laughs> side. Shout out to uh, Aquafina and shit. That's the home. Oh, girl. she was in it, huh? Yeah, she's big in that shit. That shit, that shit fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. shit, that shit. That shit pushed the I haven't actually listened up. to her music, but I heard about it. I don't think it. she makes music anymore. She doesn't think, anymore? Nah, she's she, just I think she's just acting. fully like on her acting shit, which is which is dope. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up though. That that definitely helped like crack it open. There's another example of like, you know, Asian representation in the, the landscape out there. Yeah. Do, do you listen to like Asian do you do you listen to any Asian artists? I put some time in with Rich Brian when he was first coming out. I'll listen to his projects when him? they come out. I think he's dope, honestly. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a, he's a real artist. Yeah. And he fell back on the Rich Chigga thing. Did you think that was a bad idea when you heard about that name? Rich Chigga? That was his name to start and then he pulled it back because uh and changed it to Rich Brian because he thought, you know. I don't know. Did you feel like how did you feel about that? Did you feel like that was like even though that's not something that you would really be offended by, but I never seen black people complaining about it, but I could definitely understand if they were to start being pissed off about it. You know, it feels like some percentage of people would definitely get offended by that shit. So it's probably good that he took care of it uh, early on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people, some people felt some way about it, but then I don't know, cause it's not like I, I don't know. I didn't think that was an issue, but that's me. Like I ain't, mm. I'm not, I'm not black. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I don't. I didn't see no issue about it, but I thought. I thought his music was like. I think um. His voice was definitely different. Yeah, he got a crazy voice for such a little ass kid. Yeah, and um, yeah. So, yeah. Anybody else? Uh, I might have to think about Stupid it. Stupid Young. You Stupid Young. Him? I fuck with too. Yeah, yeah. You that's like a good point. Music? I do like his music. Yeah. You fuck with him. Yeah, I fuck with Stupid Young. Damn, that would be a, that'd be a good vlog right there is bringing China Mac to Long Beach and hanging out with the Asian boys. Yeah, I should. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be a good one. I'm actually down to make that happen. That'd be sick. How, how much longer are you here? Um, I'm out Damn. today. Okay, well, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time we put that shit together. Yeah, that would be lit. That'd be a good one. He took me to some fucking Cambodian spot we were eating at and shit. It was, it was pretty official. I used to live, like, the exact area that he lives in. I used to live, like, three blocks away from there for, like, many years when I first moved out here. But I had no idea that there was any of that shit going on. What? I, would, I mean, I hear about people getting killed. I just didn't understand that it was related to any gang shit. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, that shit is, 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 is kind of serious out there, right? Like, the gang life and shit with, with the Asians and shit like that. Yeah, they don't fuck around over there. Yeah. I've seen a lot of shit. Nothing too crazy, but, you know. So when it. you went there, I think that um that was a big deal. Like when you went there and shit and did that. They were was tripping that your first even. One? That was the first vlog we did, like really going to the hood. But and I know, and people were tweaking out like it was so crazy I went to Long Beach. I'm like, number one, I used to live like right around the corner from here. And number two, this is like thirty five minutes on the highway for us to get there from here. Right. So it was kinda like weird for people to act like we were doing something wild by just like going and like hanging out in some neighborhood, but I mean, I, I guess I get it. I probably shouldn't have been putting it on Snapchat like while we were there because hella people just started showing up and shit. Oh, wow. It's probably That's crazy. Like, from a security perspective, it might have been a little too loose, but you know, fuck it. Yeah, Stupid Young is like, he, he's he's um, he's uh, doing his thing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's dope. It's dope to see that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but I feel like, I feel like I'm going to be bigger. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I have like a, I got a different thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I feel like, uh, I, and not to take nothing from nobody, you know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like I'm just really like, I'm, I'm, I'm different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I make different music. Like a lot of people just think I make this one, 
like one thing, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think once I drop this project, a lot of people gonna know, see that I'm really versatile. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I just did a joint with Baldacci from fucking, from, from out here, Florence, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I did a different type of beat, more West Coast type of beat. I did a joint with ABG Neil, his type of beat. I just did something with, um, I did a Spanish song with, 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 with my bro, um, Dali Goya, you know what I'm saying? Dominican joint. So I could really like, I could really do different shit, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people, you know, um, um, a lot of people just do like one thing mm-hmm. and they're just good at that one thing, you know what I'm saying? But I could really do a whole bunch of shit. And on top of that, like, like my market is, is Chinese, like I'm saying, mm. now I'm not pandering to them, but once I have a record that's like, that's moving out here, like in China, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be big, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To see like a Chinese person, cause it's different, like like Stupid Young, a person like Stupid Young, right? He's Cambodian, mm. he has a record that's popping out here, you know what I mean? It wouldn't really like shift anything in China, mm. you know what I'm saying? The Chinese wouldn't really give a fuck. It's like a you know different version. It's different, them, it's yeah. different, you know what I'm saying? It's, but but if a Chinese person was to have a song and get lit out here in America, mm. you know what I mean? It's gonna be like- That's gonna make him the most valid Chinese person to them because to them, that's like the one hardest thing to do it. is to break into that world. Right. Nobody yeah. ever did it. And 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 let's look at like, let's look at the, the, the China, China, bro. Like China has the most population. You could put all of those countries outside, of, like in Asia, put all of them together. And I don't think it's as big as China. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like China just has a huge population and about to be the number one world economy and, and you have the most millionaires under 30 in china mm. you know what i'm saying the economy is booming out there and on top of that hip-hop music is growing exponentially out there like it's going mm. crazy out there so it's like it's a big opportunity it's like I'm, I'm a little different you know what i'm saying like and i think uh, a lot of people kind of they don't they, a lot of people don't really see like like I play chess with this shit, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like, um, I think a lot of people sleep on me, but for that. But then it's cool because I'm about to wake up a lot of people. You feel me? Like the motherfuckers about to start getting up and getting up on this China Mac wave, and I'm gonna make sure that you feel me. Is it gonna be a long time before you're potentially able to travel to China? I got eight more months of parole. That's it. Eight months. Facts. And I've been on parole. I've been on paper since I was 16 years old. Holy fuck. You know what I'm saying? I've never been off of paper. So either I was on probation, jail, or parole. You know what I'm saying? From 16 all the way to now. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, all that time, I've been on some type of fucking supervision. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? That's crazy. And finally. You're going to feel I, so free. Yo, I can't wait to get off of this shit, bro. Like, I hate being on parole, but it's better than being in jail. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, the worst day on parole is beats, you know, the best day in prison. You feel what I'm saying? So, but just being off of that parole shit and just being off of paper, that shit is going to be so much like, uh, I can't wait. When you turned down the blunt earlier, was that because you're on papers? Or is yeah. that just because you don't smoke? Nah, I would smoke, like, if, if, but I, I really can't smoke because I got, like, a punctured lung. I slept my lung. Oh, like, really? My shit, like. Oh, fuck. So, like, if I smoke, you know what I mean? Like, it fucks with my lungs, so right. it hurts my shit. But I would still fuck around and smoke once in a while. But because I'm on parole, I don't smoke. I don't I don't, I don't. don't fuck around. Like, you know what I'm saying? How are you going to celebrate when you finally get off? 
I'm a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what's up. Oh, I'm a smoke. I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go to China. Mm. You know what I mean? Go. I'm, I think I'm just gonna travel the fuck. I travel around, go all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. And just see what's up. You know what I mean? Well, that's crazy. Do you feel like you're like famous as fuck when you're just walking around in New York? I feel like you probably get recognized all the time, especially around Asian people, or especially like around it's young not people even and the shit. Asian people. It's though, just people bro. who watch shit online. Yeah. It's not yo Asian people don't really even come up to me like that, b. Like it's 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 the it's everywhere. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's crazy is because I still that shit is like. That shit is like it's so new to you. It's 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 been happening for a while now, but it still be like damn, like 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 a motherfucker was just in jail. Like a motherfucker was like not just in jail, but I was just like nobody. Like like mm. Christmas had passed, and I wouldn't get a fucking letter. Like you know what I'm saying? My birthday would pass, nobody would tell me happy birthday, nothing. Like you know what I'm saying? I wasn't nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But now people coming up to me and people telling me like yo China Matt ah ah, and people really fuck with me. Like people like it's different if they just fuck with my song and be like, yo, you got a fire song. But people come up to me and be like, yo, you you change. Like, like you help me change certain shit. And just by me seeing how you growing out here and like, you know, you really like turn it into, like you turning into something right mm. before our eyes. And that shit is inspiring for me and ah, ah. And I get a lot of people that been that did prison time and it's like, yo, damn, you showing me like I could do different shit. And like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's like, that's rewarding as fuck for me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, just for me to have that type of response. Like, because I think, you know, like, when Nipsey passed, right, I think the biggest thing that I saw when Nipsey's passing was how much people he really affected. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, positively. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people really, like, like people really, like, you know, like, people really was moved by, and, and it wasn't just, like, for, like, a month. Mm. You know what I mean? I think this is, like, uh, going to be a longer period, but just just because of how, what he stood for, what he did, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And I felt like, I feel like when I die, you know, that's how I want to be, you know what I mean? That's how, that's how I want to be, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not in the same, not, like, magnitude as him, but But that's just, something like, to shoot for and aspire to, because, like, I feel the same exact way, like, just hearing how much he meant to so many people and how much, like, the businesses he built in his community meant to people, it just really, like, forced me to think about, like, all right, well, how are people going to talk about me when I die? Right, and I think that's, that's important. I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, if that, if a lot of people thought about that shit, you know, um, people would, you know what I mean, just be better people, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And I think that'd be, that, you know, so that's how, that's that's what I got from that when I when I seen, when I seen Nipsey shit, I was just like, I, right. um, it made me wanna like do different shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, how, like when I die, I don't wanna, you know what I'm saying? I want that same love, like I want, I wanna, I wanna change shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's, that's, that's the type of, you know what I mean? That's the type of shit. For sure. All right. Well, yo, I appreciate you coming on, bro. You want to uh, tell everybody what you want them to check out on, on YouTube, on social media, whatever? Yeah, definitely. You could check out my um, YouTube channel. Make sure you, you know what I mean? Subscribe to my channel. It's China Mac TV on YouTube. Um, my Instagram is at China Mac. Um, my number is 347. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely check me out. I got a bunch of, I got a bunch that ABG Neil shit. That shit is going to be hard. I'm going to push that right to you. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Send that to me. We'll premiere it for sure. Because his last song we just dropped, I already got like half a million in like two weeks. Nah, I think it's this going shit, up. I ain't going front. I think this is like, 
his best joint. You know what I'm saying? Real, like, wow. I think this shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? The song we premiered from the last one, Russ hit me up about it. Well, so that that to me was like, damn, this shit is really hidden if Russ knows about it. Right. Yeah. That's fire. That's dope. Yeah. Nah, that's good to see. So you know I, I, mean? I, I want to see that shit bad. You got you to gotta hit me with that link whenever you get it ready. Facts. Amazing. Well, hey, China Mac, nice to get to know you on camera. Thanks for coming through on the show and uh, helping us give the people some entertainment. Appreciate you, man. You know. All right, good looking. Thing. Appreciate you having me, bro. When I come to the Lower East Side too, I holler at you. Yeah, let's do it. I'm get you, um, get you some, some, you know what I mean? Some Asian, some Asian. I used to have some fucking favorite dumpling houses and scallion pancake spots and shit, but I can't remember them anymore. Otherwise, I would, I would love to just tell you like, yeah, I used to go to this one, but I can't fucking remember the street names anymore. Uh, I was talking about some like Asian hoes, like some oh. pussy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need that. I gotta ask my girlfriend first. All right, China Mac, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Boom. iTunes.